I'm a human and I have my own limitations and fears and concerns and distractions and emotions and wounding and my own healing work to do while I'm here. It's just that I'm open a little bit more than, I don't know, a lot of people Mm -hmm. to energy and able to discern and translate that. But yes, I am a human that kills plants (laughs) by accident. This podcast represents the opinions of our hosts and guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice and is for informational purposes only. This podcast also does not establish a standard of care, doctor-patient, or client relationship. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on the podcast or website. And because each person is so unique, all listeners are encouraged to connect with counseling and medical professionals for assistance with their personal journey. All people, places, and scenarios mentioned in the podcast have been changed to protect the privacy of those involved. Welcome to We're Not Fine. I'm Dr. Talia Jackson. And I'm Doug Jensen. We thank you for listening every week to our deep and thought-provoking conversations about relationships. We are just going to dive in. And usually, Doug and I do our banter, make each other laugh, and then we dive into our interview. So we're going to do it different? Yeah, because Kai is here. And I she's know! join our banter. Yes. And okay. you guys... <laughs> Was that a message from the great? Yeah. If you guys remember Kaya from our episode last year, we've decided that we love her so much. We're going to make it an annual thing that every October, even though Halloween has nothing to do with what you do, but just like to be closer to our loved ones lost. She Mm. is the psychic and medium that we had on last October. And it was still, I'd say, the number one most popular episode. People loved you it's an honor they're still listening all the time do you hear dead people that was what we called it the episode and it drew a ton of attention yeah and we're so happy you're here thank you oh we have so many questions i have a question about even the intro yeah does halloween have nothing to do with what you do or is it a meaningful time it's a meaningful time yes uh no halloween doesn't necessarily have anything to do with what i do because it's a Round the year kind of thing. <laughs> so it's not a seasonal. The energies are it's every not a day. seasonal. Um, but it is a time of year that, um, just like Dia de los Muertos, yes. uh, it's a time of year that the we say that the veil is really thin. So that communication yeah. point between here and the great beyond or the great before, great after, whatever we call it, is very thin. So communication is. Um, a lot more strong around that time to talk to our loved ones and our ancestors. So does it feel challenging during this time for your... Oh, no. No? No. You like it? This I like it, yeah. Because okay. I'm just like super tapped in at that point and it's, it's comfortable for okay. me. I love it. So wow. you, just in case I didn't say out loud that you are a psychic, which means that you're just like interpreting messages from... Who? Who are the? And- um, I say I say our light entourage. Yes. So these are our loved ones, our past on loved ones. Some people say that believe in um, archangels or whatever. I just say that this is a part of your light entourage. So mm-hmm. whoever, whatever is of your greatest and highest good, then I it comes to me in a form of energy, if you will, and then I translate that that energy into words so that I can share whatever the message is for people. You know, this is our second time with you, so I think we answered a bunch of these questions the first time. But now that I feel like I know you better, uh-huh. um, because we've had some outside of the 
studio experiences as well. Yeah. Um, I am curious about something. That energy that you talk about, does it is it something that uh, impacts you physically or is it just emotional? Oh my gosh, it's both. Okay. It's all things. Right? Yeah, we're, we are all made up of um, energy and the way that we understand it as humans is emotion and feelings, but um, it's all energy. It's I, So this is, I often talk about walking into a room and maybe if you don't know what has gone on in the room before, but you can feel that energy permeate your space or your being. It's, well, what is that? Well, then that can also... Um, progress into an emotion be it that it's in, in anxiety or sadness or anger and we don't even realize that it could just be the space that's impacting us or the individuals that are in that space so it can kind of really get interesting once you start really peeling back the layers and understanding but yes i believe it it's all of it energy is everything everything even this table that we're sitting at it's, yeah. it's energy was put into it and it's holding a particular frequency to be able to hold the things on the table so yes that's my long-winded answer i really love that description yeah. <laughs> it makes you kind of you know it makes me anyway more in the moment mm -hmm. like i start to think about everything in this room mm -hmm. and my elbow on this table yeah and the yeah. purpose that it serves right and, and the idea of like the frequency mm -hmm. i'm really yeah. curious about and um, because we also like some of our questions, it's about just like relationships and mm -hmm. soulmates or like mm -hmm. our energy and what we're, our frequency mm -hmm. is attracting or repelling, which I mean, is a really interesting thought to think about it as frequency. Oh, yeah, because everything is. And again, if we're getting messages from we're we're literally getting bombarded with messages and energy all day long, we're just choosing to or not to engage with it, co-create with it, create a story, whatever that is. We all have our free will and we get to decide how we're co-creating with that energy that, again, is influencing us or impacting us. So, um, yeah, everything, everything, the sun hitting our skin mm -hmm. is frequency, taking a deep breath in. And just simply being present is a frequency. Being with people that you love is a frequency. So it's just, I often ask people um, when they're feeling uh, misaligned or off balanced or anything that's dense, deep and hard or challenging to just go back to what is home? What is your baseline? Mm. What, where is, the, what does that alignment feel like? And do the practices so that you can feel that, so that you do know, oh, this isn't necessarily a frequency that I'd like to pair with. Um, I had a old friend say that uh, sometimes the energy is, or even when you're manifesting that it's like a Bluetooth where oh. it's like you are one of those pieces of the pair and then that energy or that thing that you're trying to bring is, is another piece and that you need to match that to make that happen. Yeah. So it's, it's thinking about that. Like, what are you pairing to, to bring these patterns into your life? What are you pairing to, to, um, bring these experiences or just to keep reliving them over and over again. And how can you pair oh, no. to something different? I don't know if people even think that they have control. 
control over yeah, that. Yeah, that's huge. You know, it's like you, I, everyone has had that experience of like walking into a room and feeling like whatever that feel like people were fighting in there yeah. before. You just feel that heaviness. Or if you're going every single day to work and it yeah. feels really toxic. Yeah. Or, you know, a relationship that you're in. Speaking Not of, that anyone yeah. knows anything about that. <laughs> we but, all go into that. But it's like, I, I think it's really interesting <clears throat> to just say, hey, guys, wake up. We actually have some control mm-hmm. over the frequency that we're letting in mm-hmm. and paying attention to what doesn't feel good to us is yeah. maybe the most powerful way that we can acknowledge and control yeah. that it's definitely getting people to slow down to yeah. have that moment to check in with that because we're just so used to going and going and going so um even in the realm here of uh, a toxic job so that's a misalignment right like mm-hmm. you can feel the chaos you can feel the the sad and the frustration um but it takes a moment to stop and to again figure out what is that baseline and oh this feels really misaligned this this is creating a lot of chaos or taking a lot of energy and i'd like to reset what does that look like and then you can pair to something else you know what's so interesting is and of course as everyone probably knows we have a script that we kind of go uh through as we have questions for our guests I'm not in, even interested in looking at it right now. Um, Is that so, because I wrote it? No, I love everything you do. I don't know if I just said that, but everything you do. I mean, I just have decided time. to disregard all I'm of these sorry. questions. So, that I put any work into a, a questionnaire because I'm not well, interested. Ask whatever you want, Doug. Um, I'm feeling your Is energy coming frequency? at me, and it feels That's negative. Frequency. My, negative. My frequency, frequency just went like. You know what's so interesting about this? I'm just going to ignore all of that. Um, but I'm going to say that, you know, what you're talking about feels so much similar to what we do. Like helping people understand what's in their control, what's not in their control. Absolutely. And, you know, the mind-body connection, etc. cetera, um, that we, we focus on a lot in our work. We, by so, this time in our work, we have like 5,000 inside jokes that we it's do. really That's hard for us them. to get to like the real meat of it. And I realize when I touch Talia, people can see me can doing see. that. And that's a signal that that's an inside joke. But Kaya, I want to go back to something you said. You said, you know, go back to home yeah. when you're finding yourself off. How do you recommend people do that? Oh, um, there's Holy so, crap. so yeah. many ways. Um, okay. I'll give you the general um, just kind of um, overview. So... I try to get people back to joy oh. um, yeah. and recognizing what that is for people, sure. reminding them that they have the permission of joy as well is sometimes even a barrier. And sometimes you have to work through that first um, because people feel guilt or they feel selfish if they experience joy for themselves. Um, but the biggest thing is getting people back to joy. So there's a an author, Louise Hay, in her book, You Can Heal Yourself, that a, a lot of people are familiar with. And um, her work is very profound. One of the things that she says in the book that I talk about often is she talks about heart attacks. And she talks about that um, our hearts do not attack us, but we call it a heart attack, but that we attack our hearts. And the heart in the metaphysical realm is a symbol of joy. We understand it to be joy. And um, our a joy center, and then the blood that gets pumped through our veins is the joy. And so it's um, what what is that that gets us back to that that joy and listening to the beat of our heart because that's that's when we come here it's keeping the rhythm um, with our joy and there are distractions and things that happen that uh, knock us off of our path and understanding our journey our soul's purpose so I 
ask people, what is it that brings you joy? And then I ask them to make a joy list. So like um, one of mine is, yeah, one of mine is um, I love live music and concerts. Nice. I love dance so much. It brings me lots of joy, keeps me in the present moment. Um, I love buying plants, even though some of them die. I just buy more. And then we don't talk about the ones that die. I'm, I'm the same way. I don't want to talk about my brown thumb and how I'm incapable no, of keeping something alive. No, you just humans. you just buy another one. Yes. You know what's so interesting true. about that very comment? Though? I realize you probably get this a lot, but you know, people assume psychics always know intuitively what to do. Oh like, God. like what moves like to even about plants. What like my plant is dying, so I better go yeah. water it. I'm feeling that. You know, so people That's assume. Hilarious. Isn't that funny though? Yes. Like people assume you must know everything oh about God. everything, right? Yeah, some, I do get that every now and then I bet like, you do. oh you probably already know and I'm like actually so like I'm in this limited flesh body I don't know <laughs> I'm a human and yep. I have my own limitations and fears and concerns and yep. distractions and emotions and wounding and my own healing work to do while I'm here it's just that I'm yep. open a little bit more than I don't know a lot of people mm -hmm. to energy and able to discern and translate that but yes I am a human that kills plants <laughs> by accident. It is not, not the best choice. quote yes, from today. Is. I am a human it not on purpose. So if anybody has anything to take away from today, it is that your your home is actually joy yeah. and plants. Kaya accidentally kills plants. I do. But she's still remarkably is it an accident are you a murderer you have to, like, <laughs> you have to i have to off. have the shared terror for plant lovers oh my bit. gosh well, it makes me want to talk about death but we're not ready to talk about well, let's yet. move on to this unbelievably well thoughtfully <clears throat> written itinerary oh that starts with doug's first question Oh, is, is that my cue? Yes. Oh, thank That's you. Doug loves to be told what to I do. I love when the drill sergeant <laughs> shows up. Drill Sergeant Jackson. Um, we're going to talk about intuition. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Did you almost spit out your water? I just need to swallow. It's you just need to... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it might be hard to do. We were going to talk about intuition. And okay. like the question that I think is a really good one mm -hmm is does everybody have it can everyone find that sort of gift in some ways that you have you are already nodding yes and then i think a lot of people feel like when they have dreams or they have intuitions about people or deja vu is something that i hear a lot of people talking mm -hmm. about like what the hell is that oh my gosh i could literally expand on all of those I Please know. Do. we have 20 more of those oh my goodness okay I'm... i'll i'll let's do the cliff notes version huh Okay, Oof. so the first one, um, does everyone have intuition, intuitive ability? Absolutely, I believe that everyone does. Mm -hmm. um, oftentimes is what I find when I sit with my clients is when they're like, I don't know what my gifts are. I don't know if I'm, I have abilities or if I'm psychic. Um, I, I end up highlighting what they actually already do, which is always really fun because um, they think that there's like a whole lot of work and things to unlock. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, yes, just like an athlete needs to practice to become better and more agile and um, more skillful. Like, yes, you do have to do the same thing with your psychic abilities and your intuitive development. But everyone has it. We're all supposed mm -hmm. I believe that we're all supposed to be in communication with the divine and that it's supposed to be this beautiful divine GPS that's giving you divine mm -hmm. directive. 
all the time on what to do, what to not do, and that we're not just we're not just out here in the wilderness. <laughs> Alone, which is what most people feel. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know many people that naturally are tapping into the great, you know, the divine, yeah, the cosmic light brain, unto, yeah, right? The, yeah, yeah. Where is it? How can we contact? This it's everywhere said all the GPS. time. <laughs> it's everywhere all the time. I tell people it's it's even just it's as simple as just walking out to out of your home and seeing uh, three crows nearby mm. it's like this is there's something there's something there where you're just like okay there's something here that feels like there's more than just crows sitting out of my outside of my house mm. what is that that's where i get people to start having the conversations with themselves and being really um curious like yeah. what is that and again when you can go into spirit animals and animal totems well crows represent something well what is that yeah. right and then i Sometimes I'll give them a little bit of a tidbit, like, oh, crows stand for this, and this is what, but the the fun and the self-discovery is then me sending them on that journey of, now go look it up. Go see what that's about. Oh, yeah. Go to a metaphysical store, grab an animal spirit book, and see what you find, and you understand about it, because there's something that's so much more sacred when you have the experience yourself, and the knowing and what you take away, and you're able to discern. So, um, so it's everywhere, all the time. Um, and then you asked about dreams, even dream interpretation. That's yeah. um, a whole other realm that I could also expand on. It's another very magical realm. Um, so even people are like, I can't do mediumship or I don't understand it. And I'm like, really? Because when your loved ones pass away, they do come to that realm. It's not just a part of our imagination. I don't well. Psychic ability and intuition is a part of your imagination, which is why kids are so magical. But anyways, I'll show that. <laughs> oh my gosh. We need like know, another like episode. Write I'm, we're going to write down these, these issues. Yes, write I am down gonna, for next time. I am going to write them down for next time. A year from now. No, because I'm available. So, yeah. Can you talk about deja vu? Yes. Oh my God. Like it is yeah. such a thing because I can't tell you how many yes. people say, I feel like I've seen that before or I've right. done that. And I'm, I will tell you I've had it I, a million times. I will tell you what my definition of deja vu is, uh, my understanding of it. I believe that when we are, as I say, at the divine table of creation, when we're yeah. creating this story of who we are, who we meet, who we've incarnated with before, um, I believe that it's a part of our soul as we're going through this experience, remembering the creative process and the pieces when we were at the divine table, which is why I believe that it feels like that aha moment when you have deja vu that you're like, pause. <gasps> this feels familiar. There's something there where you're like, ah, oh, yeah. I, I believe that it's a part yeah. of the soul going, you're on the right path. We created this at the, the divine table. No matter how crazy and chaotic life feels right now, we wrote this. So keep going, keep going. So I feel like it's a beautiful signpost to keep going and a beautiful aha moment for your soul. Keep going in the way that you are or keep going. Because you know what I do when I have deja vu? I'm like, uh -huh. what happened next? <laughs> like, I try to remember, <laughs> like, this so this happened. I've seen this, seen this before. So then what the happened scene. next? And is it going to be the outcome that I want it to be? Yeah, it's like, well, what's act one? What's act? Are we in act two or three? What's but it's more three? just keep going and trust that you're on the right path. Yeah, it's to continue to go. You're, you're sometimes I, I feel if you pay attention to when um, deja vu show up, usually to the point where you're like, what am I doing? What's going on? Your soul is asking again, tapping in with that, that uh, divine GPS of like, what is happening? Yeah. Is this right? Is this mm -hmm. is too much chaos? It feels like misalignment. Am I on point or not? And then you have the deja vu and it's like, 
this looks familiar. I remember walking into this place and meeting yeah. this person. I, it's again, I believe that it's a a little um, wave of of awareness and frequency from the cosmic brain that says and maybe affirmation. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so I have seen just like so many little signs that I have decided mean wh wh whoever that is, the light entourage, my guides, whatever that means, which I don't know enough about, but I see so many signs of affirmation. Like if I see yeah. 11, 11, if I see a heart shaped rock, if I yeah. see a cardinal, I'm sure it's my dad. If I see a blue jay, I'm sure it's Papa Bear. Or you see me. Dad. And then, and then I see, G I see, what's your name? Smiley. <laughs> <laughs> you did say, when I see J John, J A blue J. <laughs> but this is what I'm wondering is like, I have decided that every little thing that I see is a sign of like, I love you. Keep up the good work. Yeah. Except I haven't exactly put any meaning to anything that might be like, Oh, honey, wake the fuck up. Like, what are you doing? This is the wrong move. So what is that? Like? What's that feeling? I feel that that's the complete. Um, that's the you can feel the misalignment in your body, in your being. And I feel that that's the 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 you can you have moments in your life where you're just going along and then you can feel the. Ooh, um, one of my teachers calls it the cosmic two by four. Oh, yeah. We know what those moments are where you can feel the misalignment. And even when you look back, you're like, I knew that wasn't right, but I, I kept like going. We just had that. Like we've just we've just had it like we were just talking about that. We I do know what that feels you like. You do. And it does moving. make you want to stop and be like, OK, we need to regroup yeah and that yeah. didn't feel good you, you can, did hit me with a two by four so I, I hit him with psychic two by fours sometimes Sometimes, not intentionally, sometimes or is it? <laughs> <laughs> Kaya's like, yeah, let's roll with that. I'm like, no, sure, it does. You get, right? you can feel That's the pullback right. of the cosmic. You can feel yeah. the like the smack coming, right? Where you're like, uh, I don't love that. Yeah, no. And there, there are beautiful lessons of expansion in that. Mm -hmm. And then you do know. I, I often talk. So I'm also a yoga instructor. So like during yoga, mm -hmm. we talk about stretching to the appropriate edge. Oh, okay. And um, it's not pushing beyond what your body can do, but just being very honorable. And this is what I'm I'm capable of. And I'm going to celebrate that in this moment, even if I'm holding it and everyone else in the class is going further or less, whatever that is. So um, it's that appropriate edge is where where is it? This is the edge. We can all feel where that edge is and where we need to pull back or just so be in it. Tuning in and strengthening our own intuition. This is what I'm hearing you say is really just even first acknowledging that that is inside you already. And yeah. that all you need to do is start paying attention to yes. signs of maybe like, oh, this feels so amazing. I feel so in tune or aligned with something mm -hmm. or this feels really uncomfortable. I do not feel in alignment with whatever's mm -hmm. happening. This feels icky mm -hmm. and gross and something has to change yeah it's a, it's the it's when it feels like you're forcing something when everything doesn't necessarily sink from one hand to the next and you're just okay it's that driving down the street and then you're hitting every red light and it's mm. we know what that feels like when we're driving and we know what that feels like in life we're just like okay you can feel that like you're bumping up against something that says stop just stop for a minute 
And sometimes it's not stop everything that you're doing, but just refocus and be have more um, intent in what it is that you're doing. Because again, frequency, pair, match, you don't want to also continue co-creating with madness and chaos as well. So we also um, identified that you are human and you kill plants. I am yeah. curious, Kaya, <laughs> what you would say about your ability to really stay in that place. Like when, when something doesn't feel right in your own life, mm. as a human, yeah. do you pay attention in the way that you're talking? Because you talk oh. really beautifully about all of this. Um, I'm human, so I, I do definitely have those moments where, and I'll even, I'll take it a step further even, um, just to increase the intensity. Sometimes I have to be very careful about having a lot of awareness around spiritually gaslighting myself even. Wow, tell me Ooh, more. Yes. Oh my God, I yeah. love that comment. Um, because sometimes if, for instance, um, so spiritual gaslighting looks like I... I don't know. I leave here and I see that there's a bunch of bird poo all over my car. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, God, this must be a sign from the birds oh that, <laughs> that I should not have done I that should, podcast. I shouldn't in laugh person. so hard. I feel like I do that, too, sometimes. <laughs> Is this a bad omen? <laughs> and to just like. It's not. It's just like, oh, my God, now I have to go to the gas station and clean up all this bird poo off of my car. It's and like that's an what earthly is, inconvenience, right? not yeah, like the yeah. universe being like, we have blessed your car with bird poo. <laughs> 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 this means I need to go fertilize my plants. Like, no. <laughs> That's what the universe is saying. <laughs> so do you feel like you get all these, all of these like signs and messages that you're not sure always if it means something or yeah, not? I do. Um, and this is where I, I ask people to just go back to gratitude, because even if we don't know what the message is, there's mm -hmm. something in it. Okay. So just get really comfortable. And I don't know what this is. I don't know why this um rabbit is right out front of my door every single day but thank you for the message thank you for your medicine like it's mm -hmm. it's that it's walking in that gratitude practice because it's the closest thing to unconditional love is gratitude so it's it's that it's holding that frequency to continue to again pair with more things that are more high vibrational experiences but um but yes to answer your question yes i do have um times that i keep going and I'm like, is this, is this not, um, is like this Like it's something? not clear. Yeah. And then, um, I pay attention to, again, those moments as you and I we were talking earlier, those moments of, okay, wait now I'm having trouble, um, engaging in the things that brought me joy. Right. Cause I'm human. So then there, those things are going right. to show up. Like what, well, what does this look like? Uh, mm. are these questions that pop up if there was someone that's depressed or anxious, like what yeah. that's misalignment. Mm. Right. Especially if it, there's an episode or an event of it and it's not this ongoing prolonged thing because we know that would be depression or anxiety. Right. But mm -hmm. if it's this event and I'm like, oh, wait a minute, then I as we talk about shadow working it. Mm. Well, where is this sadness coming from? Where is this frustration coming from? Why don't I want to get out of bed? What's the thing? And then you pull on that string until you find whatever that root is that has you tethered to the thing. <laughs> that has you uncomfortable, pull that up, explore that. Can that go? Wow. And then what can you do about that? What do you have in control yeah. as far as what you're able to do and how you can co-create or not with it? 
Well, the interesting thing, going back to my earlier comment about how similar your work is to what we do, like I would call that cognitive behavioral therapy, right? Mm. Like really kind of challenging what's real about it, uh, taking a look at what your options are behaviorally to change it. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's and what thoughts are like in the way of you being able to get out of bed. I realize this is a little different uh, realm of conversation, but boy, it feels so similar. Yeah. And mm -hmm. that's why I think that ability to kind of stay in the moment and, and live every day as thoughtfully as we can. Yeah. I'm very struck by the mm -hmm. fact that, you know, people ask me a lot, you know, do you ever shut off your therapy brain? I really never do. I'm always analyzing people. I'm always thinking about what makes people do what they do. Mm -hmm. um, and it sounds like you have that same experience where, you know, even bird poop might be like, I wonder if this has meaning. <laughs> um, or the, you know, whatever it is that you yeah. know our, our uh the cup that you got chosen you know to use today yeah like what is the point of it no drama i think it's no um, I know. but there's a lot of this like i just find myself aware that you know the ability to shut some of that off i really loved that spiritual gaslighting yes comment yeah like deciding what's yeah what's real what's not real what should i pay attention to what what shouldn't i but really pay attention to everything yeah in some ways yeah which is and then really just make a hard. choice just knowing that even if you don't have the answers that everything is a choice point, yeah. just having that um, keeps you empowered in yeah. this mm -hmm. human experience and knowing that you're not just not in control of something is yeah. so powerful to know. Oh, even though this is uncomfortable, I have a choice. Even if that choice is uncomfortable, um, I'm not going to completely give my power away in this that moment is, it's yeah. crucial mm -hmm. i'm i'm thinking about the the connection of just like we're always trying to kind of think about our next move or the choice point and in these moments where you know adrenaline anticipation excitement um all like cortisol all of that sort oh, of yeah. feels similar sometimes mm -hmm. and so trying to even think like okay, this is a choice point, a lot of unknown, I'm feeling all this energy around this thing. Um, does that mean what, like, how do we even translate Yeah, that? so so I talk about that moment. Um, yeah. I often talk about alchemizing fear into excitement because sometimes when we're in that moment, our body doesn't understand, is this excitement? Is this fear? What is this? So I often talk about that moment of when you're on a roller coaster or you're getting ready to get on a roller coaster and you're in line, right? Like think about here in Minnesota, the wild thing where you're like standing in line oh, and you're like, this is terrifying and I might die. And you're not. Right. <laughs> like probably not right right but you but might but you, <laughs> but you could however there's a chance there's a, but you could yeah right? but you could. you could yeah but there's that moment that you're standing in line for some for something like that yeah. and you're flooded with all of these emotions and feelings and it's how can you take that where you take that you standing in line for the roller coaster into another place in your life and go I'm feeling flooded with this. Let me sink into this. What is this? What is just, mm, okay, why am I fearful? What is this? Okay, how can I turn that fear into excitement to be excited about this thing that's going to happen? Do you know what's so interesting about this? I mean, we talked about this a little bit last year as well, but what's so interesting is that what I'm hearing is that it isn't like we're sitting and waiting for a sign from the universe that if there's energy around it, we need to yes. figure out, like, is this something that's exciting for me or not? It's not just like, 
what's my next right move? Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for a sign, mm-hmm. but we have to actually Absolutely. figure out if it's right for us. That's the biggest piece that um, even where I'm talking about manifesting and bringing things yeah. into your reality. You can't just sit and like, gee, I hope I get a this and that, or I hope that this comes into my life. Like we must have action and do something to bring that into full fruition, bring the full manifestation full circle. We can't just sit there. So it is that it requires action and the execution of that action is when we, again, pair to the thing that we're asking for. And people talk about manifesting all the time. This isn't even on here. I did write down. I kind of was curious about it, though. Are you psychic? So weird. No, not at all. But, like, (laughs) is there... So if somebody (laughs) is wanting to, like, manifest something big and important and beautiful into their lives intentionally, what do they do? Oh, my goodness. Like, this is a whole class that I I do. I feel like so I'm giving you the cliff notes. She gets a cake for that. I know. I'm really we sorry. I need to have a sign up. I mean, I'm like, how fast? <laughs> you have a sign up. Well, you know what? No, that's pretty good. At the end, we're, we're going to make gonna, sure people know how yes, to sign up. We're going yeah. to tell people how to find you, and I want to sign up, like, to whatever that is that you're going to create. You got it. Us. I feel like I have a big question that I can't cop, stop. But- Cop. She didn't answer the manifesting. Okay, Did we manifest. say that we're not going to do that right now? It's too because big. people pay for it at their. Class. No, no, no. I'll How give. I'll we? give. Uh, I'll the cliff give notes. The cliff notes. Yes. Yes, right. Doug. The cliff I have notes. to know. Inquiring minds want to know. Okay. 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 Well, ready. <laughs> manifest big thing in life. You're going to steal this, and then anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'll steal you with me to do it. <laughs> so when I talk about manifesting, um, and it's again, it's interesting when Doug talks about the psychology piece and all of that. So I also have. Um, uh, my hypnotherapy um, certification and one of the things that's really interesting is when I took that class it was the same thing it's just that I was doing it in the metaphysical sense Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, manifesting if there is something that we want to manifest we in we're looking at the outcome of whatever that thing is we dive our five senses into it Okay, so talk about a car. So I'm going to kind of walk these two parallel, but they're the same. Ultimately, we talked about this in my hypnotherapy class. And then I also talk about this with my clients. Um, we're manifesting a new car. Submerge your, your five senses in that. I'm in the car. And not when you manifest, it's very important to not think about the thing coming because then you're co-creating with the energy of it's not here and it won't come. But I'll keep that energy going of where is it? I hope it comes. Yep. So you submerge yourself in the experience as if it is already so. That's the biggest thing about manifestation. Um, so when we're talking about a car, it's I'm inside of the car. I feel the leather on my hands. I can smell the new car scent. I feel the heat on the on my back because it's a hot day and the leather's burned my my back. Oh my gosh! And all of the emotions and everything around that. Then after you do that, so I take people through a really submerged experience in that. Then you let it go. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, is then you say, I, I'm submerging myself in all of this. And if this or something better comes, I trust that. And so shall it be. So it is. Mm-hmm. And then you let it go. And then either that or something better comes. So, again, it's kind of like when you're back to the plants, <laughs> when you put that seed in that dirt and yeah. soil, um, you don't go back and you pick that seed out to look at it to see what well, well, has it sprouted yet. You will kill it. Right. So you have to leave it there and trust that the water and the sun and everything is going to take care of it and that part is love 
yeah. continuing to water it with love yeah. and trust and appreciation and honor and abundance and knowing that you're pairing to the outcome regardless. And then also the piece of that where some people say, well, Kai, you know what? I hear you, but that that's crap. Like I want the thing that I'm asking for. Well, also it's being open to that, that thing that you're asking for may not be of your highest and greatest good. So then it's having appreciation and honor for that, too, that you're being held from and held in that divine essence of we know that this is what you want, but this is not of your highest and greatest good. But trust that I have something better for you. Ooh. I was kind of struck by the car idea because it feels very materialistic in the big scheme of things. But um, because there's but we this, are humans, we right? are humans and we want things like, yeah. yeah. Um, I want to know before we go forward, how do you feel about the word psychic? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I actually on my website, because sometimes psychic has a bad connotation mm -hmm. and kind of snake oily. Um, <laughs> so does shrink. We're very familiar <laughs> with like, you know, the sleazy. We, because the bad people in our profession yeah. ruin it for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And for, for me in my realm, that's uh, that's kind of that old fortune teller like, ooh, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen next Tuesday. Like, <laughs> oh, cool. Tell me. It's no, I don't know the lottery numbers as I always speak of. I don't know certain things because I'm human and I don't know every nor what I want to. My God. Right. I, I will tell you, I made a joke uh, as you were before you arrived. I said, she is so beautiful. I said, but now she knows that I think that because right? she's psychic. But you <laughs> <laughs> she also knows that she's, because we tell her. I just all sent the time. her a message. <laughs> That she's telepathically, as I'm in my car, I'm like, oh, Doug. Doug, yes. Doug just said yes. Thank and you, And then Doug. I'm like, thank you, Doug. Well, I mean, I was coming to visit you for a session. I don't remember how uh -huh. long back. And I remember I was really struggling to look for parking. And you sent me a text. You're like, take your time. Parking's hard. And I was like, this what? is weird. <laughs> I was like, are you psychic? I'm literally having trouble finding oh parking. Oh my God, that's awesome. We have gone rogue. I mean, um, where are we? We've gone rogue. I don't know that I want to keep, you know. Oh, I have one. <laughs> okay. It's a listener. Okay, so we had a couple of oh, listeners, yeah, a, a couple one. people oh, yeah. write in oh about gosh, some really fun. juicy questions. So when you are talking to someone or you're in a moment and you get full body chills. Oh, mm-hmm. What does that mean? What is that? They're cold. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I see what it's Annie. being that it's winter. It means a bird just it pooped on your on car. a layer of clothing. <laughs> oh, no, no. Wah, wah. <laughs> just kidding. That was really deep. That was a really great question. I bet Talia's face was awesome. It was good. I'm it so was disappointed. Good. It has so to be disappointed. They're cold when they have chills. They're cold. What is it? Put on mean? a freaking sweater. <laughs> okay, so as we talked about that pair, pairing of yeah, the, the energy, the Bluetooth pair, um, it means the vibration of truth, is what I tell people. So if you mm. are talking about something, you're like, ooh, I really, I got chills. There's something there that we can agree on that seems um, like this energy out, outside of us that flows through us in that moment, and you're just like, ooh, I got chills. There's something that says, that's true. I don't know why. I don't know how. But there's a truth that's vibrating through me right yes. now. Um, that's what I consider tr uh, chills to be. I have that happen often when I'm doing readings and I'll I'll be getting closer to something. It's kind of like a 
Marco Polo. And like, yeah. And um, I'll get to that place and then I'll say like, oh, okay. So I'm getting this, 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 and this, and then chills. And then the person will also say like, oh my God, I'm, I have goosebumps all over. I have chills too. And it's because we just hit the ding. Like it's that energetic frequency of, yep, you're on point or this is warm. This is hot. You're fire. Yeah. I have that. Do you ever have, I have that in therapy with people and I will always chills. say it out loud. Like, full body chills because i also feel like whatever you just said whatever just happened in that moment because it's mm -hmm. usually when they're working through something big yeah. and they're getting close mm -hmm. and then i'm like that was it bam i'm like whatever mm -hmm. that was and then i've never had anyone be like oh yeah i also got full body mm -hmm. chills but they will also just be like yep that's mm -hmm. that was the ticket mm -hmm. i don't know that i get chills so much i feel like how i do therapy is i just i stare a lot Mm -hmm. and try to see through people which mm -hmm. i've been told many times that i look like i'm staring through people mm -hmm. when they're in my office and i work that way i just mm -hmm. am intensely trying to take in all of their information mm -hmm. and their energy mm -hmm. and it's yeah. a fascinating way of working and i didn't know i was doing that for a long I time i would see and if you were, again if you were sitting in my office i would say that that that's you discerning the energy rather than actually reading the person okay. so you're, you're actually sitting in front of them and you're it's reading their their aura their energy and going like "Ooh, okay yep that's significant i'm gonna put that here and shelf that so kaya you know i have a i i don't know that i mentioned this in the uh conversation we had last year but i have a client who repeatedly uh gave me messages from it was my father and then it was my dog your beagle my beagle um and I, he said what you do in this room is exactly what you just said he said you have an innate ability that you use yeah. with us as your patient so um, that's really a beautiful thank you for that as well because mm -hmm. it's a beautiful way of looking at it because I find myself in a zone mm -hmm. when I'm with people especially when I first meet them I'm trying to understand who they are um, I really just find myself staring without a lot of affect yeah um, and oftentimes people will say I'm sorry what are you thinking I'm like oh oh I, I forget gotta get back into my yeah the space because yeah, I get lost in it because yeah. I'm really trying to read yeah i am trying it's to read people because it's coming out of the physical expression and experience it right? is it's, yeah. it's something greater than that it's again it's tapping into the cosmic brain that we're all connected to where you're just you're sitting That's in lovely. front of me and i hear you but yeah. i'm actually going to go up here to your higher self i'm going to get the information kind of fascinating it, it feels that way to me yeah um it almost it feels very meditative um yeah uh which is I, it's it's transic right like it's a trance that you're it is going a trance into. i feel like i'm in a trance but you're getting information you're tapping into something uh, that if you were completely 100 yeah. like right yeah. here you wouldn't yeah. be yeah and i do not i mean it's interesting i forget that i'm in my office yeah. mm -hmm. because i'm just with that person mm -hmm. so i'm loving that that's very yeah, that's very it. wonderful mm -hmm. um we have so much to talk about i just want to just stay in the moment but we <laughs> we have to i want to talk about other things um kaya when you and i've I've watched you now. Um, I brought a, a very dear friend of mine to you yeah. uh, and was able to sit in the room as well. Um, and it was fascinating to watch how messages were coming. I remember some very specific things. Um, as you know, I was moving around and I was laughing a little bit because some of the messages were wild. Um, and at one point even you said, so they want me to say this to you. And you didn't feel comfortable saying it, but you said it anyway. I don't know if you remember because I remember very specifically what it uh -huh. was. But I'm curious when these other these these people or these entities or these energies talk to you um, when you're doing a reading, are they voices? Are they images? Ooh, everything. Okay. Everything. Um, so 
when I tap into the light on trust, so this is where um, people may watch videos like, um, and they'll see that the person is talking to one angelic presence and I don't connect with one high frequency presence. I open it up to an arena is what I tell people of your light entourage. So the information comes through in so many different ways. Um, I'll be sitting with someone and I will, I will maybe hear or see their loved one. And they're like, Hey, tell so-and-so I said hi. And they may not have this big long message, but it might just be like a hello. And then it'll move through a different, um, a different frequency within that light entourage and then i'll hear something else that seems like a gentle beautiful nudge <laughs> and then i'll move through another part of that and then and oftentimes so while you say that you're staring through people sometimes i'll close my eyes oftentimes i will close my eyes and i'll literally see the words in like big bubble letters or like words Incredible. um oftentimes i will even get reels like videos and movies play out okay um and then sometimes i'll get none of that and it'll just be energy and i have to sit with that and then i'll have to okay mm, let me translate this energy into words so that i can express whatever it is that needs to come what do you understand the difference being between energies that you're getting versus very specific messages is that the person you're reading is there are they the person that is influencing that in their life or or the person on the other side. Or yeah. The, I was, that's such a good Do you know, question. is there any common So, thread? oh, as in if there's a passed on loved one that's giving the message? Yeah. Is it, or is like, it, why are some, why are some really people getting specific very and some energy? That's more vague. It, it depends. It depends on what that person needs that's sitting with me. Okay. It's all about that person. So if they're sitting with me and they're going through a very specific thing, the message that's coming through is going to be very specific. If they're sitting with me and it's very... Um, I'm just here for whatever the universe has for me, which some people will say, yeah. right? Well, they'll sit with me and I'll say like, okay, boom, blah, 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 and it'll come through. Yeah. And then sometimes a loved one from their light entourage will say like, hey, tell so-and-so I said hi. And then it's very general. But if that person shows up and they're in deep grief because they miss that person so much and they're working through that, then it's going to be more specific. It's going to be, okay, so the house is in a wreck and, and then I'll, I'll, be shown, okay, there's uh, piles of documents that need to be looked at. And hey, there's this one specific document that's in there. Please make sure that you get this one to so-and-so. Wow. And, yeah, so it really depends. Um, as far as me, um, it's a discernment thing for me too in the practice that I have had and knowing and feeling, okay, this is this person. This is their angelic being. This is an archangel. This is um, their higher self. This is like, I because of my train, my training and my practice can work through the discernment and the intricacies of where these messages are coming from and what needs to be said. Incredible. I, it leads me to, so you helped me so much when my cousin died last, it was last May. That was actually one of the hardest oh, sessions for really? me in my whole entire, yes, since I started doing this publicly since 2014. That was definitely one of the really? most, yeah, where my, my, one of my teachers talked about, she's like, sometimes you help people. And she had this joke where she'd talk about helping people and then going home to cry in her closet because she has to work through the emotions of holding that space for that person. And you're submerged yeah. in it. And um, because we're such deep impasse and because we can feel the energy and all of the emotions around it, 
Um, we have to go through that too. We have to process that too. I can't even imagine if you're having, because it's like, it is right here for uh -huh. me. If you have to feel that for everyone's grief. Sometimes Maybe similar to us as therapists. Yes. Sometimes because you just, you, you're so submerged in the deep love that you're holding. And it's so yeah. sacred and so intimate and you're holding that for them. And I've known you for a while. Mm. So, um, so even when we had to talk at, about certain pieces of this, um, and then sometimes you have a responsibility as that uh, metaphysician, that that energy holder and bringer and light bearer, you have that responsibility to keep it real. You do. Right. So when these questions come, you're like, oh, crap. You're, you're like, like, I do not want I to tell really, her all these yeah, words because I reached yeah. out to you in crisis like, he was not dead yet. He was on the brink after a heart attack, right? Like holding on to yes. two different worlds. And I was like, yes. Kaya, what the fuck? Like, yeah. what's happening? Is he going yeah. like this? And you yeah. did have to give me some real I did. information. I did. So when that happened, when he did end up passing, I went down this like rabbit hole of like, well, where is he and where do people mm. go when they die? And I was mm -hmm. listening to all of these, like, I don't know, podcasts, reading all the books of like near death experiences and like what happens. But like, you know, are they still themselves? Do they then go and find the people that have passed Absolutely. that they once loved? Absolutely, they do. And are they still connected to like the cast of characters that they've Absolutely. loved on Earth? Yes. And where their souls are they like floating around and like having tea? And then when they see you about to meet with someone, do they like come? Like, where are they? What are they yeah. doing? Yeah. And how does it work? They're in the great before and the great after, which is just complete unconditional love, complete neutrality and harmony of unconditional love. They're so they're not still suffering or in pain or no. The only time that I have encountered um, disembodied energy that is uh, sad or unhappy is when I go do home and space clearings and when mm. I need to help cross people over because that's another thing that I do. Oh. People that are bound to this realm, those are those are when you hear like hauntings of homes and stuff like that. Those are typically disembodied energies that are like, where am I? What year is it? How did I die? Am I dead? that's very different that's very different and that's a lower vibrational experience because you're in, you're you're coming up on that energy and they are ah, 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 ah. and then okay. as an empath and you can then take that on too it's that eerie feeling of where you're like something happened in this room or in this space i don't know what but i want to leave it's that usually it's because there is a disembodied energy that is impacting your own energy and making you feel that discomfort because they are like if you're going to put a medium in there that can cross people over, typically there's going to be someone, uh, um, an imprint or remnant of someone's spirit still there and freaking out because they're like, I want to go home. Where oh am I? God. Is this home? Am I in my body? Especially if they die from trauma. Yeah. Is it? I was just going to ask, is there something that causes people or souls to be in that oh, space? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, for so many reasons. Uh, uh, so I'll talk about just a, a couple of them. So one, um, if they were really, really devoted to their religious um, beliefs, um, mm. they may sometimes feel like they weren't living life to the standard of God and that it's punishable. So then they must stay. 
So sometimes I'll have to have conversations this is with them. So powerful. Look at this smug look. She's going to talk about it Thanksgiving with some people I can tell. So, so. <laughs> Keep going. Sometimes I have to have conversations with them and I have to say, hey, like, um, our divine creator is not that of judgment. So you're free. You're free. You can go. I'll show you. And then as, again, metaphysicians, shamans, mystics, we will call in um, energetic beings. So typically these are specific archangels that come in to usher them to the other side. And I have a whole thing that one of my teachers talks about where um, angels are, we call them angels, but, t- but they're actually angles of light, angles of the divine creation that yeah. angles themselves a certain way so that the person can get what they need. So sometimes that's it. Um, if a person has gone through a really toxic exchange with someone or like a domestic situation or they've just been unsafe their whole life with this person, sometimes they will hold and bound themselves here because they're fearful that if they go through, they will encounter this person again. So mm-hmm. we have to have a conversation around that. Oh God. Um, sometimes they'll stay bound if they have someone that they love that was still alive that they left behind, be it that it was a lover, a child, or someone significant in their life. And then we have to say, hey, it's not 1942 anymore. It's actually 2023. And I'll show you to the door. Here's the way home. So it's it's really interesting. People keep themselves, or spirits, I should say people, but spirits keep themselves bound to that. Um, so like that's what purgatory is, is they hold themselves mm. bound in that space by their own beliefs and limitations and fear and however else we want to but so like the let's just say then it's it's healthy it's a healthy transition they've let go and moved on and it's a neutral space and there isn't like a physical body they're just these little like signatures of soul but they find just energy but then are they hanging out with their favorite people? Do they meet new people? Am I thinking about this too much as so, people? Right. <laughs> What's happening? Well, I have a heard A little that. bit. Go ahead. A little bit. Like they're um, not like having a cup of coffee with their favorite people they can and laughing. If they want. So it's not necessarily um, that they, they hang out. That, that's still... That's still creating in your mind uh, degrees of separation in some way. And there's no such thing once you cross over. Mm. Everything is one. Everything is energy. So, um, yes, there are little signatures and essence of the human experience as we knew them here. Um, And especially while we're still having our lifetime and our incarnation. But that is but just the smallest little speck of their existence and their creation. There's okay. so much more greater and bigger. The energy is so, mm. so much greater than that of which that we're thinking now of like the three of us are sitting at this table and this is this moment and whatever is in the outside world. I'm having a good time in here. Okay. It's so beyond that as a. But they will still come in like a visit, maybe like this cast of characters, just correct. like they visited the last ca- cast of characters. Right. That was- right. And. I'm going to throw in a listener question that Yay. I thought was so cute. And it's Do about Can Doug's we stick beagle. for a second? Is oh, it about sure. my beagle? Well, yes. um, we'll move on to Doug's beagle. So <laughs> I'm so lost in this conversation in a fun, fun way. Um, you mentioned people who might be very committed to their religion and maybe feeling like they're uh, bound because they did not do what they needed to do or didn't feel right about it. 
I'm curious about people who have a, a definite opinion about, you know, these gates and angels and all this stuff. And then they realize, oh, that's not it. Because from your description of what we experience when we die is not, for example, you mentioned purgatory, how people who are deeply religious would experience it. Yeah. So do people struggle? Like when they get to the other side and they're like, oh, fuck. Maybe people are okay. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I shouldn't oh hate God. trans people. I should that's love awesome. gay and lesbian people. That's so um, awesome. Yeah, tell me. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, uh, gosh, I could answer this in so many different ways. I'm going to give you one layer. Uh, we're all playing a role here. Each You've said and this every last one time. of us yeah. are playing yeah. a role. Yeah. Um, and we have to have a form of earth amnesia to continue that role and to be um, kind of in this trans of. Woo, okay, I'm playing this role and I'm going to be the biggest douchebag on earth. Wonderful. Like, we did that thing. Like, we but need that evil villain we in need, order to we know need who it. we are. I just assume we not have for. them, but yes. Yeah, don't it has to be a contrast. What if that's you next time? Oh, You're going to come back as the biggest like, douchebag on earth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that Kaya just said it was impossible. It said what? Have you been? Leaning up against her microphone the whole I, time. I don't. I don't. I hope I, not. Maybe. So I actually looked at it and I was like, I think it's behind his shoulder. I don't. Is know. it? I don't even know. Does it, Kaya? Is that like a great ancestor? You're not in the moment. <laughs> it's so over behind your shoulder. shoulder. Is there a bird pooping on your? Is there, what is the meaning of my? <laughs> what is the meaning this? of the mic over your left shoulder? And then I'm sorry. Uh, were you done with that question? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I want to ask one more. I want to ask another one. Um, oh my god! So I heard at some point that people who are bound find the same space. Like they'll find a home that is filled with these people who are bound. <laughs> are you writing them down now so that we can? I wrote, I wrote that down because I I don't know that I fully answered the. Question. I don't know that you did either, and I don't know that it even let you because we were preoccupied with my shoulder uh, microphone. And then you said the thing about like you help them go home. Yeah. Is that a light? Is it a tunnel? Is it a door? Is yeah, it a whatever light? they need. Whatever okay. they need. All right. Whatever they need. Um, I will say something interesting about that. Uh, some people. So when you see these documentaries, movies, and shows, or people. They bring in the priests or they bring in people and they clear the home and they're like, oh, my With God, it's still haunted. Yeah. And you're like, how? Um, we have to continue the co-creation of this contract. Mm -hmm. And some people don't realize how bound they are in this contract to keep the story going or the story alive because it's entertaining. It's kind of like even when you think about why people do self-sabotaging things. It's kind of like that in that weird kind of essence of, well, well, if my home is no longer haunted and I'm no I'm not known as the house on the corner that the greenhouse on the corner, that's then who am I? What purpose do I have? How am I not important? Because it's a lot of attention and drama to have a camera crew come in. We call and that like secondary. We call that like a <laughs> secondary gain. Like if somebody is unwell and desperately holding on to the symptoms of their unwellness, even with all of this insight and all of this work that there's yeah. oftentimes that self-sabotage is exactly that. Yeah. Like who am I without this? Like yeah. this depression has been my longest friend yes and i yeah. am nothing or you know whatever that is yeah so that makes and there sense. there are instances i'm not gonna say that's impossible but there are instances where um 
there. So um, I'll give you an example. Halloween, <laughs> Amityville Horror Home. Yeah. Mm. Um, so when we have when we have places like yeah. that where something so dense and so awful has happened in one place it does create a tear in time and space's energy and creates an opening or what we call like a portal things then can come in and come out Oof. and that tear can keep going it's creepy because yeah. it's, creepy it's a AF. ripple <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a ripple of of energy that just continues and every now and then it just gets this extra pulse and it stays alive um so a, a space like that you could potentially send mystics shamans and metaphysicians to go and close that up it'd take a lot of work but um especially again it's it, it's going to be intensified if people are driving up to this home and putting more energy in they're like there it is that's the house that's where it happened do you see now how there's a oh, yeah. collective yeah. consciousness yeah. now that's feeding the story even yeah. more and then woo, more ripples. So this is why I also say that I don't believe in generational curses. I only believe in um, generational patterns and stories that are kept alive because of that. Because there's a story that's still feeding the the belief in that that string yeah. of consciousness. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, that's so yeah. fascinating. When you're driving around, do you feel these portals? Uh, do you feel where they are? Like oof. Sometimes. Okay. Yeah, I was actually. Um, I was out in Hastings and I drove past a house and I stopped at the stop sign. And I was like, ooh. I was like, okay. oh. I'm like, do they know it's haunted? Or, yeah, like I could feel it. And I remember I was on the phone with someone and I was like, we were in a conversation. And I was like, oh, I just pulled up in front of a like very, very haunted house. And I'm like, I, I wonder if they know. And then I just drove off. I'm like, hmm, whatever. They're fine. They can call me. They're you should like leave your business card when you drive by. You can just walk like away from it or drive away from it in this I case. Because you can't save everyone that's mm -hmm. not, like, that's just too much. And mm -hmm. people need to. I think the three of us should try. Save everybody. We should, try to save we should everybody. save the world. Doug, you do that. <laughs> She's going to watch. I'm going to. Thank you. Get You're my gonna... makeup done. Okay. And um, with Kaya. I evidently need powder on a regular basis these days. So, yes, I need some too. Oh, we, uh, we, I, okay, so that, that listener question was basically does this also work with pets? Do our beloved oh, pets, is it the absolutely. same thing once they pass? Absolutely. Is Doug's beagle hanging out in? the on the other side with mm -hmm. other loved ones mm -hmm. and kind of having a similar mm -hmm. running through butterflies experience they do i'll oftentimes i'll see if i'm having communication with someone that has transitioned um i will see what looks like a little um globe or orb of light but it's smaller and usually it's down by their ankles and then i can kind of see like how big and sometimes i'm like was it a small dog or a cat i can't quite tell but yeah they do they hang out I've also heard even stories of people on on hospice that they will bring their their pets with them or their yeah. pets will come and then guide them through. Yeah, so they that they was do. for you. You know who you are, and I think yeah. she's going to be so happy. Yeah, they do, that. and so they hang sweet. out still. So if Kaya, you feel them at your ankles, yeah, it's not your imagination. Kai, you know the interesting piece about this. So my uh, this I have had multiple clients give me messages over the course of my twenty eight years. I'm actually very privileged to know people uh, longer term in therapy. I do very long term therapy um, and people, yes, do get better, but they uh, stabilize. Mm -hmm. The person who was giving me messages not only gave me a message from my dad the week after he died, but also then after my dog died uh, mm -hmm. again, the message. And I, I asked him, I said, so why? Why are they giving you these messages to give to me? 
because one they were both you know my dog in particular was a very simple thank you for the blue pillow mm. um, oh my god and i did not know so what that meant it was sweet. very specific specific so i went home and my older daughter who was young at the time said yeah he died on my blue beanbag pillow oh. and i was like okay why and so why does that message come to me through this person and why does everybody not get these because mm. i don't think everybody does right yeah you have to be open you have to be okay. open to receive it okay. and i i feel that because of the work that you do and just what we talked about and just knowing what i know about you that yeah. i've had the honor of getting to know you um you're open to receiving the message sweet and i, yeah. I believe that there's pieces where sometimes we are ready to deliver the message but the person's not ready to receive it oh or they're not gosh. open to receiving it and okay. that's important i have a really big question and of course we're already like needing to wrap up i don't want so to depressing because <laughs> i'd I, like to cancel the rest of our day me too <laughs> i was already in my head i'm like i need to let our next person know that we're going to be late because i can't rush through this divine <laughs> moment but this so if you could say what any are there any themes from the other side of like regrets or advice mm. like what when people die is there something that everyone's like oh my god i wish i did this more and not just something really specific to their life but like wow so many people seem to wish they did this when they um okay so specifically talking about regret i that's not a theme that i typically bump up against when i'm hearing from people's loved ones um because we are playing a role because we're doing the things and everything is of was created at the divine table and they realize that they realize yeah. that the moment they take their breath on the other side wow. yeah and then they go like i did it i did everything that i was supposed to do oh, um the only time yeah. Yes. yeah the only time that i really get uh regret and this is uh for anybody that has lost someone that has taken their own exit point yeah um Mm. what i'm going to talk about i if you need to fast forward that's fine yes <laughs> um but uh those individuals that have taken their own exit point or that they have chosen to end their incarnation here um those are some of the most challenging uh readings to do um those <laughs> sometimes when they do speak it is as soon as they take their breath on the other side after whatever the act is that has allowed them to transition it's like they go oh crap shit oh my god what did i do i didn't that's not what i meant to do they immediately have a regret and remorse of like oh shit i'm and then they almost have this this shock when they see themselves outside of their body that they're like oh my god i'm out i'm out i'm not back in can i Ooh, chills <laughs> speaking of the vibration oh. of truth um that they're like oh my god am i am i out i'm really out what do i do and there's a moment of panic and then that's yeah. sometimes how they can get stuck in that purgatory that in between okay. is what i call that yeah. um and then one of the things that one of my dear teachers said to me is, is that we have to be very um careful careful of how we look at those that take their own exit point because sometimes the greatest amount of healing is going through that veil and it's hard for us to understand that but sometimes the the release and the this incarnation is so hard and I have so many circumstances or things stacked against me that I'm going, I'm going back to the divine. This is it. I don't care what you guys say. I'm going back to God. And we have to 
honor that in some mm-hmm. kind of a way, even though we work through our own healing and our own um, layers of loss and grief there. Yeah. It is because, yeah. because regardless, death is very sacred. People, so many people need to hear that. Yeah. And however we want to make sense of that, that is a sense of comfort mm-hmm. that, um, we're definitely, you know, we're going to let people know to enter this conversation at their own risk. But that is such a beautiful, comforting message. Mm-hmm. And that's so interesting about the regrets. I mean, so, yeah. as always, this is like, it's like you can't <laughs> ever get enough of you. This is like mind blowing, soul blowing. Like, I just feel like whatever my frequency was when I came into this is now a very different frequency. Yeah. I, I would have to concur with that. Like I'm in a very deep place as a result. Yes. I almost started getting uh, teary when Me you started too. talking about this last piece because it's so painful for those who are yeah. uh, still in this realm and uh, living on this planet the way we are. I think the part, um, and I don't even know that I want to do as much of a uh, a cautionary piece as to have people really listen to what you said. Yeah. Um, I truly, Kaya, because uh, this, I was in Boston, I don't know if you remember this, but I was in Boston the last time we did our mm-hmm. episode and it was remote and then I met you in person when I brought my friend to you. Um, but but having this moment with you just brings me so much more close to you and yes. I'm, I'm just so honored that you're here today and I want you here repeatedly. Like I feel like I have, and I started writing down other questions. Oh yeah. I have so much more I wanna talk to you about and I think this is the stuff that all of us we're all looking for the meaning of life. We're all looking for like why we're here yeah. um, and what our purpose is. And you answer those so beautifully and without pause, by the way. <laughs> like I'm very struck by how easy it is for you to talk about yeah. this. And, um, and and I just love listening to you as Thank you talk you. about it. But I do, I feel very heavy about this because the painful stuff that we experience has meaning and mm-hmm. has purpose. And even if it's not necessarily what we wanna hear, just really understanding it and letting it be is, is critical. Cool. I can't thank you enough. Uh, yeah. You share so beautifully. I've, I've honestly very personal questions I want to ask you next Yay. time. Um, so, oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it. I know. I can't wait. Like, You're going to be back by popular demand, right? No matter what. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How can our listeners find you? And if there's anything that you're like, I've got this exciting thing that you want people to know about, like, tell us. Yeah. So, um, wow, I got quite a few things coming up i just actually co-hosted a retreat with one of my good friends which was beautiful um fearless spirit retreat so we actually combined all the things that we loved we did dance and we did art and then also intuitive development and we did um beautiful ceremonies for releasing things that no longer served us we talked about grief it was very beautiful wow over are you going to be doing more we'll be doing more of them great We've talked, well, we've talked about it. I'm like, so Lulu, if you're listening, yes, we will be doing more. <laughs> and it shall be. Or, and so it so is. So it is. Yes. I manifested. So you I'll, have me to thank for I, that. I thank like you. <laughs> <laughs> and Doug still wants that car. It's already done. <laughs> it's already done. It's waiting for you right outside. I love it. Thank you. Thank you, Bob. Um, so the retreats, definitely. I want to mention that so people can keep an eye out for that. Yeah. Um, I also do Power of Three Healing at Pure Serenity in Hastings. And um, this, if anybody talks about um, or is familiar with Reiki or energy work, this is much deeper than that. Mm. Uh, We forget about the energetic pieces of ourselves when we're going through healing. 
and um, we facilitate a space so that you can work through that. And again, we can talk more about that. Uh, but that's another thing that I do. And those sessions I recommend if people have gone through any major trauma, surgery, that moment that we talk about trouble getting out of bed, yeah. really deep depression or anxiety, loss or change. Um, I also have my own classes, intuitive development classes that I'll be putting, now that I have a little bit more availability, yes. I'll be putting um, more classes out about intuitive development, about manifestation. Mm -hmm. um, I also do one-on-one -on -one mentorings with people that want to do um, intuitive development, stepping into their gifts and understanding that. I do a lot of work with people that do have anxiety because uh, that empathic part of us of picking up energy that doesn't mm. necessarily belong to us and people don't necessarily realize that it's not them. It could be the room, yeah. could be another person. Um, so I do intuitive development on that. Um, my gosh, I'm like, and you also do, do so a lot of readings. I do a lot of readings. a lot of energy work. Mm -hmm. I do house clearings. House clearings. Oh, what's mm -hmm. your website? Like, how yes. can people find you and on Instagram and so www living life luminously .com. beautiful yeah um it will be in our show notes it'll be on our show notes and you know as we always encourage people to go to we're not um and list our questions as well uh -huh. if you have questions for kaya for next time oh that she's going to be on by all means let us know as well super fun yeah for sure yeah. and wait. you want people to find you on instagram instagram goodness i had to change it because i actually got hijacked <laughs> i think um it should be living luminously underscore official i think is what i have it as now because i think i'm still connected to you so i i, <laughs> I know i'm like i, I have just a... message someone else no, random? no 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 I, I actually changed it and i just i kind of joke and i say like i must have reached a level of like superhero because the supervillain tried to take over clearly me. right yeah that's it they pooped on your that's, website they or did. your instagram my instagram yeah is that a sign it is it was a sign to add official <laughs> yes thank you so so much. This was unbelievable. And Thank yes, you. you, oh, my heart just feels so full. And there's so many. We only got through half of what we like. We have so much. I don't much even know more. that we got through half. I know. So much That's more. Fine. It is. Um, friends, we know that you were blown away just as we were. And I always say that I'm obsessed with her. And Doug crossed out obsessed right here. And what did, did you say instead? I could talk about Kaya for a long time. Um, That's called obsession. Well, I might be obsessed now that we've done a second segment there with her. She go. came she came to the studio and she is just not only a ravishing beauty, yeah. but also on the inside. And the way that she speaks is so bizarrely eloquent and wise and gentle and yes. consistent. She's like a conduit. She is a conduit to my electricity. <laughs> and we thank that you funny? all so much. There, there. You're directing me again. There, there. We thank you for tuning in. And we are so <laughs> grateful for your support. We literally couldn't do it without you. Because if it weren't for you, it would literally just be Doug and I. Boring. Did I mention I love Kaya? It's called obsession. I maybe am, maybe I'm in love with her. Calvin I'm going to have to evolve my thinking about that are you questioning your sexuality right now oh i feel like we're objective no i know what my sexuality like luminous is and I have, i'm sorry kai Here's i mean no disrespect hr department if you enjoyed today's episode don't forget to like 
and subscribe. You miss me. To podcasts wherever you listen. Wherever you go. And for extra bonus points, just rate and review, please. You love us. We know you love us. And of course, if you have any questions whatsoever, you know, we will be having Kaya back for more. And I will say that I even referenced this on the episode. But if you have any questions for her, because, you know, I think spirituality, I think why we're here on this planet, like what the meaning of life is. I mean, those are the proverbial sorts of questions. Ask us anything. We will submit them uh, and, and make sure that Kaya or anybody else for that matter. Of course, we can answer them ourselves as well. But go to we're not about talking to your passed away that's dead. right relatives doug has messages for you from the great beyond we're not fine.com did i cut you off we're not fine.com submit any questions comments anything you need let us know and find us on social media douglas l jensen with an en and dr talia jackson and we're not fine and we're also on youtube and it's we're not fine the tube the tube oh guess what you guys We're not fine. But at least we don't see dead people yet.